But when you have a life of significance that's focused on other people, that's focused on the Great Commission, that is focused on bringing the love of Jesus to hurting people around the world, you have a life of significance. And that will be fulfilling. That will be life-changing. It will be life-giving. And I believe one day you will hear when you get to heaven, one day, good job, good job, that a boy, well done, my good and faithful servant. Welcome to the Inspire Preaching Podcast. We have one goal, and that is to strengthen your walk with Jesus Christ, to lift you higher in Christ so that you will never, ever quit, and that you'll keep moving forward in the Lord Jesus Christ. Stay tuned with us today for another exciting message from the Word of God. Welcome to the Inspire Preaching Podcast. I am your host, Douglas Boyd. Thank you so much for joining us today. We want you to know that you are a blessing to us. Thank you so much for being here. And if we are a blessing to you, if this podcast blesses your spiritual life, please consider subscribing to it and then take it a step further and invite your family and your friends. Again, thank you so much for joining us. This is an outreach of Crossway Family Church in Bowie, Texas. And um, if this broadcast sounds a little bit funny today, I'm not using a windscreen, so you're going to hear things like P. It's going to pop. So I'm going to try to stay back away from the mic. I just didn't feel like messing with it, to, to be honest with you. But here we are, and here we are another day, another beautiful day in the Lord Jesus Christ. And... I have an awesome Bible study for you today. Please keep our church in prayer. We've gone through a few things here lately that sometimes as a pastor, you have things happen that break your heart. You, you know, There's nothing you can do but get alone with the Lord. Sometimes you just get alone with the Lord and you cry. And It was kind of a rough week, but you know what? That's okay because God is good. And He's good even in the times where we struggle, the times where we go through things, the times where we don't understand things you know a lot of times things happen that I don't understand and and um, I'm sure not all knowing I'm just a human being that struggles just like anyone else I have my horrible faults and failures and and sometimes things just happen and that's when we have to put one step in front of the other in life and just keep moving forward in Jesus Christ today I want to talk to you If you have your Bibles, turn to Mark chapter 5. I want to talk to you about this subject today, and that is changed by Jesus. Changed by Jesus. We're going to be looking today at Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5 verse 1 says, Then they came to the other side of the sea, to the country of the Gadarenes. Verse 2 says, And when he had come out of the boat, Immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit, who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no one could bind him, not even with chains, because he had often been bound with shackles and chains, and the chains had been pulled apart by him, and the shackles broken into pieces. Neither could anyone tame him. Verse 5 says, And always day and night he was in the mountains and in the tombs, 
crying out and cutting himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and worshipped him. Verse 8 says, For he said to him, this is Jesus saying to the the man with the demons, Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. I want to talk to you today, just for a few moments, about this subject, Changed by Jesus. Changed by Jesus. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you today. I give you honor and praise and glory. Give us ears to hear your word today and a heart to receive what you would have for us. Change us today, Lord, by your word. Let your word be planted on the good ground of our hearts and let it be rooted there. Let it grow. Let it change our lives. And let someone receive hope today that needs hope. And I'll be careful to give you the praise and the honor and the glory. Amen. Mark chapter 5 tells us the incredible story of a man who had lost everything. Here we see a man who is full of demons. The man is not given a name, but one can assume that this man probably had a family. He was someone's son, maybe a husband and a father. We don't really know the details, but we know at some point that he probably had a normal life. One thing that we do know about him is that somewhere along the way, Somehow, he opened the door to the darkness that possessed him. The kingdom of darkness completely overpowered this man and took over his life. Let's look at a few of those things that it just mentioned about how the darkness overtook him. Number one, he either fled or he was driven from civilized life. Number two, it says that he was living in a graveyard among the tombs. Folks, this man had lost everything. Number three, society was aware of this man because it said that he had often been bound with ropes and chains, fetters and chains, but because of the demonic power within him, he could break them. Number four, his mind was in torment. Verse five says he constantly cried out. In the original Greek language, it means that he screamed day and night. Folks, this man's mind was tormented. Number five, he was cutting himself with stones. Now, this is actually something that has been common today, um, especially among young people. And I encountered it at least 30 years ago when I was a youth leader. And some experts say that it's a coping mechanism or that it can be a way for someone feeling numb to experience pain. Others cut themselves as a way to echo the pain and the hurt that they are experiencing on the inside. But there are many reasons that they might do it. But suffice it to say that it does not come from God. God does not want you cutting yourself. God wants to give you grace and mercy and love. So we see that this man, this man had no hope. Programs could not help this individual. Society tried but could not help this man. Group therapy could not help this man because he he would literally, if he tried to have group therapy, he would run the group off. I mean, think about it. This man's naked. He's running around in the tombs, screaming like a crazy person. No one could tame this man. No one could help this man. Now, listen to me when I say this. I believe with all of my heart. I said, I believe with all of my heart that no person is beyond God's reach. 
I believe with all of my heart that no person is beyond God's loving hand. God's loving hand of grace and mercy. With man and man's methods, this individual had no hope, no future, no way out. But make no mistake about it. Make no mistake about it. The love and the power and the grace and the mercy of Jesus Christ knows no limits. Look at what Acts 10 and 38 says. It says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power, who went about doing good and healing all who were sick and oppressed of the devil for God was with him. This tells us where sickness and oppression comes from. Now back at our story, Mark chapter 5 verse 6 says something very unusual. Verse 6 says that when he saw Jesus, he he ran and he worshiped him. Now there is much debate over whether it was the demons that were that were running and falling down before Jesus. But the thing is about that, to worship something, you must love the object of your worship. So and we know that demons don't love Jesus. Now, I believe that some bit of humanity was left in this man. Some little bit of maybe who he used to be. And when he saw Jesus, he knew, he knew that Jesus was more than just a man and that his answer was with Jesus Christ. Not to mention that the Bible doesn't say that demons ran and worshipped Jesus. The Bible says that he ran and worshipped Jesus. And I want to say something. People are going to say I'm mean for saying this. I don't care. I I just don't care anymore. It's sad that a man full of demons ran and worshipped Jesus and entire churches don't worship Jesus don't worship the Lord. But this man ran and worshiped Jesus. It's sad today that entire denominations, won't you won't see them lifting their hands in church. You won't see hot tears streaming down faces of people who are repentant and, and hungry for God. But this man who was full of demons, he ran and he worshiped Jesus. That's crazy to me. Now, he's running among the tombs and the graves. He's screaming. He's cutting himself with stones. But then, like a lightning bolt, he looks up and he sees Jesus. How many would believe and agree with me that we serve a God of deliverance? I said we serve a God of deliverance. We serve a God that it doesn't matter how far gone someone is. He can still deliver We serve a God that no matter how hopeless it is, he is a God that delivers. How many believe today that we serve a God of redemption? I don't care how far gone someone is, where they are, how much they've lost, how much they've given in to the enemy. If they cry out in faith to the Lord Jesus Christ, he will reach down his hands of mercy. He will reach down his nail-scarred hand, and he will pick them up. That's what the story of the Bible is, folks. 
The Bible is a book of redemption. The Bible is a love story between God and man, a book of redemption. The Bible tells us three things about mankind. Number one, it tells us where man has been. Man fell in the garden, and that fall touched every man and woman that has ever been born since then. We are all born into sin with a sinful nature, a fallen nature. Number two, the Bible says where man is, man is lost. Humanity is lost in sin. Number three, it tells us where man can be through Jesus Christ. And here's the good news, and that that is redeemed. Where man can be through Jesus Christ, man can be redeemed. Now, the enemy only has lies and distortion as a weapon. And here is one of those lies. Listen to me. He wants you to believe that you've gone too far, that you've sinned too many times, that you have went too far for the grace of God to reach you. He wants you to believe that God has given up on you. And I am here today to tell you that God has not given up on you. I'm here today to tell you that Jesus Christ will walk onto the shores of your life just like he did this man's. And no matter where you are or no matter what you've done, he will deliver you. He will redeem you. Next time the enemy tells you that it's over for you, you quote him 1 John 4, verse 4. It says, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Next time you hear a voice that says, You've lost. You're not going to make it. God doesn't love you. You just look at the enemy and say, You're a liar. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I wonder tonight if that old demoniac, I wonder if he knew Psalm 107 verse 6. It says, Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them out of their distresses. Praise God. Praise God. God is good, folks. God is good. Now let's go back to the story. Mark chapter 5 verse 15 tells us how this man ended up we previously heard that jesus said come out of the man you unclean spirit here's verse 15 here's how he ended up then they came to jesus and saw the one who had been demon possessed and had the legion of demons sitting three things sitting and clothed and in his right mind Five minutes earlier, he was screaming, he was cutting himself, he was going berserk. Now he's sitting. He's at rest. He's clothed, but not just with clothes that you can see. He's clothed with a robe of righteousness. He's in his right mind. The dark night is finally over. He's at peace. He's at rest. I'm telling you today that our God is a God of deliverance. There's nothing too big for him. There's nothing that he can't handle. This man is now completely and totally healed. Reminds me of the lame man at the beautiful gate of the temple in Acts chapter 3. You remember the story. Peter, the man was begging for money and Peter told him, Silver and gold have I none, 
but such as I do have, I give unto thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise and walk. Acts chapter 3, verse 8 and 9 says, And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple. Listen to this. Walking and leaping and praising God. And all of the people saw him walking and praising God. I think the church world, that it's about time to see some people coming into the church building, walking, leaping, and praising God, walking through that door with a praise on their lips, thanking God for all of the great things he has done for us. Now then Simon gets brought before Simon Peter. He gets brought before the religious leaders about this. And listen to how Simon Peter told of this man's healing. Acts chapter 3, verse 16. Peter said, And his name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom you see and you know. He said, Yea, the faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. This perfect soundness, totally healed totally restored, totally set free, not lacking anything in mind, soul, and body. Man, I'd be running and jumping and leaping and running into church too if I was that man. I'd love to see some people doing that at my church. But that's what Jesus did for our man in the graveyard. He gave him total soundness, perfect healing, perfect deliverance, perfect redemption, Reminds me of a song that we used to sing in the old church called, He Lifted Me Out. Psalm 40, verse 2 says, He brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and he set my feet upon a rock, and he established my goings. This is exactly what Jesus did for this man. He brought him up out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and he set his feet on a rock. Now listen. When you really get something from Jesus, you really get set free. When he really touches your life, you don't want to leave his presence. Mark chapter 5 in our story, verse 18, says, When he, Jesus, got into the boat, he who had been demon-possessed begged him that he might go with him. But I love how it says that, he who had been demon-possessed. He not demon-possessed no more. He is set free. Verse 19, however, Jesus did not permit him, but said to him, go home to your friends and tell them what great things the Lord has done for you and how he has had compassion on you. He who had been demon-possessed, he's not that man anymore. And you're not that man or woman anymore because God has changed your life. And he's changed my life. Second Corinthians 5 and 17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Here's the thing, folks. Jesus doesn't ask much of us. All, we, all he wants is the same thing that he wanted from this man. Just go tell your family and your friends what great things the Lord has done for you and how he's had compassion on your life. That's all we have to do. Just give them Jesus. 
We don't have to give them a denomination. We don't have to give them a church creed. Just give them Jesus. That's what Philip did in Acts chapter 8 when he went and preached in Samaria. Acts chapter 8 verse 5 says, Now Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ to them. That's all we've got to do. Brag on Jesus more than your friends or family. Nothing wrong with that, but brag on Jesus. Brag on Jesus more than you do President Trump. Brag on Jesus more than you do President Biden. Just brag on Jesus. Tell your world what great things he's done for you. Tell the world around you that he is the only answer. Now, that's not the end of the story. Something really awesome and great happened. Mark chapter 5, verse 20. And he departed and began to proclaim in Decapolis all that Jesus had done for him, and all men marveled. My friends, Decapolis was ten cities. Decapolis had ten cities within it. This man, with no money, with no theological uh, education, became a preacher of the gospel. He became the evangelist of Decapolis. He preached in ten cities and told everyone what Jesus Christ had done for him. Everywhere this man went, he told them about Jesus. Everything that this man did, he told them about Jesus. It was Jesus in the morning, Jesus at noontime, Jesus in the evening. And the Bible says all men did marvel. If we will tell people how good Jesus is, how he's had compassion on us, I believe we can have revival. I believe that we can see the world around us changed. Everyone has a testimony to tell. Everyone has a story to tell. Now, you think our story in the Bible here that we've been looking at is over. It's not over. After Jesus delivered this man, Jesus goes back across the lake. He heals the woman with the issue of blood. He heals the daughter of Jairus, the synagogue leader. Then he travels back home to Nazareth where the people doubting. And their unbelief causes problems. This could have been days, weeks, a few months. We don't really know. But here's what happened. Mark chapter 6 verse 53. They go back to the land of the Gadarenes. When they had crossed over, they came to the land of Genesaret and anchored there. And when they came out of the boat, verse 54, immediately the people recognized him. And they ran through the whole surrounding region and began to carry on beds those who were sick to wherever they heard he was. Wherever he entered into villages, cities, or the country, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might just touch the hem of his garment. And as many as touched him were made well. This is the region where the demon-possessed man had lived. So how did these people all know about Jesus? The evangelist from Decapolis. The man who used to be a demoniac told them all about Jesus. One man sparked a revival in ten cities. 
let me tell you about a man. He had compassion on me. He saved me. He redeemed me. And all men did marvel. I don't know what's going on in your life today. But if you need the delivering hand of the Lord Jesus Christ, whatever it is, whether it's an addiction, whether it's severe depression, anxiety, you're trapped in a sin that you don't think that you can get out of, my friends, let him touch you today, just like he did this man. I'm telling you, he will lift you out of the miry clay and he'll set your feet upon a rock and he'll change your life let's pray Lord we just thank you today we thank you for your delivering power we thank you for your redemptive power and I ask you to touch every single person listening and if they have a need that you would touch them right now and that you would meet that need in Jesus name I pray Amen Thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. And until next time, may God's greatest and his best be yours in Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you.